we go. Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. Today we're doing things a little bit differently and instead of a normal episode, I'm giving you access to lesson one of my brand new program, Unapologetic Empire. And I normally wouldn't do this for like as big of a program or as big of a lesson, but I'm doing it for two reasons. Number one, I'm really tired (laughs) and the idea of recording something else I just could not uh, think about this week. But more than that, it was a really good lesson. I think it was a really powerful lesson and a wonderful reminder in terms of you getting clarity around your vision and what you actually want for your business. Because I, I did on my Instagram story, if you saw it, I was asking people like what, you know, stories or what things have coaches told you that you had to do to be successful or you couldn't do to be, if you wanted to be successful. And, you know, I just got so many responses of so many like nonsense things like such bullshit answers and like rules that don't have to be in place in order to create a successful business and so lesson one such a big part of it is about saying fuck the rules and building a business the way that you want to and I just wanted you to hear that so that you could implement that so that you could believe a little bit more in how you want to do things in your business and so again I felt like lesson one was a good uh was in service to that and so the audio is not perfect I didn't use a microphone actually like I just uh, recorded on my computer. Uh, we didn't edit anything out uh, just for time's sake. And so forgive that if it's not exactly perfect, but I think it's going to be powerful for you. And if it is, of course, I would love to have you for the full program. We started yesterday. Uh, doors closed this coming Friday at 11.59 p.m. Pacific, and it is a 12-week live group program, and we're covering so many things, offers, copy, mindset like we're really we're going into so many different things that I've I've said this before but if I have spoken to 10 of you nine of you need this program like truly 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 and so I think it's going to be an incredible experience uh 12 weeks together to help you do business your way and so if you need that I would really 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 love to have you and so yeah enjoy the lesson welcome to unapologetic empire uh this is a brand new program for me And one that I'm, thank you, uh, one that I'm really excited about. And, you know, I don't know, it being the first time I do something new, it's like, it can be hard to define it exactly, especially knowing that I, I, I know that this is going to evolve and I know it's going to get better. And I know it's going to be just like a signature program that I do over and over again. But at the end of the day, like what this comes down to and why this program came through for me is all of us, all of us, we have, you know, come into this world of building a business and it can be really, really, really easy to, for the sake of needing and wanting to make money, it can be really easy to doubt ourselves. It can be really easy to believe that we have to do things other people's way. It can be really easy to abandon ourselves in the name of a sale, in the name of an outcome. And I'm going to keep stressing this over and over again in this program, but every single time I have tried to do things somebody else's way or in a way that wasn't fully organic and natural to me, those are the moments that I've struggled the most. The moments that I have made the most money, hands down, over and over again, this is true, are the moments where I did things how the fuck I wanted to do them. And if we just look at this right now, right? Like I have opened up lesson one 
to a lot of people. I decided that the other day and rather than just being the actual participants of the program, I'm like, Oh, I want to open up lesson one, because I think it would be a good experience for people to get a glimpse into my world, into my program, all of it. Right. I think it's a good thing all around two, three years ago, I would have overanalyzed the shit out of that decision. And I know that a lot of you would have overanalyzed that decision. Well, is that the right thing to do? Are people going to get too much for free and then they're not going to pay for the program? Is that right to do? Is that wrong to do? So on and so forth. And that's the perfect example of why this program exists. Because I don't care about it being the right way to do things. Like, what does that even mean? It feels aligned and good to me to, again, to allow that to happen. I trust that when people get more of my energy, have experiences with me, I trust that the more that I do that, my business goes up and up and up. My business is served by allowing people into my space and it doesn't have to be the exact right pitch or so on and so forth in order for it to work. And I'm not going to waste time or energy obsessing about those things. I'm going to do what feels clean and good to me do it, keep it moving, keep it going forward. And again, I trust that when I do that, everything in my business works in my favor. And so I just want to, again, stress that point as we get started here, that like, there are no rules. And we're going to talk about this more in a moment, but there really are no rules. And as you step into this process with me over the next 12 weeks, I want your mission to be stepping further and further into owning and embracing and acknowledging how you want to do things and taking a stand for that. Because while again, I know that business can be difficult and, you know, like making money and having the weight of the world on your shoulders is how it's felt for a long time for me in entrepreneurship. Those things can be difficult, but like, I want us as much as possible take to take the like emotions out of it and just honestly like show up and serve and operate based on what is aligned to us in this program. Again, the intention is to help you make sure that you know how to do that. And so obviously I'm going to go over a lot of content uh, over, over the next hour or so, but also in the next few weeks. And with that coupled with that, like I am here for you, right? Like I want you to like really embrace that. If you're somebody who has not taken my programs before, like I am not somebody who like puts up a lesson and doesn't care about the work that you're doing or doesn't want to like be in it with you. Like, I'm not just here going through the motions. Like I really give a fuck about what I'm doing. And so if you need something, if you want something, if you're struggling with something, I want to know so that I can help you and serve you and get you moving forward. And so please know that like a lot of this is going to be, uh, my intention is to keep the training to about an hour. I am an over talker. So fingers crossed, but, uh, I want to keep the training to about an hour. So that gives us time for coaching and open Q and a at the end. Um, and so I say that because again, speak up, ask questions, like let's figure out what you need to do to shift into what it is that you want. And I I just really want to stress the fact that I'm here with you to do that. Like that's my intention and that's my goal. And so I read this quote the other day, uh, and I felt like it was worth sharing with you because I thought it was really good. Uh, Don't look for your dreams to become true. Look to become true to your dreams. And just as we start with all of this, I, something that I have said many times before, and I always want to stress to you is that your success as an entrepreneur, your, the sales that come in, the money that you make, the momentum that you have. It is not like the weather. It is not up to chance. It is not something that like may come your way, may not. Some people get lucky. Some people don't. Fuck that. Fuck that. 
And I'm going to say this in like a a tough way for your sake, but any of you that are operating right now, like you are not in control of your circumstances when it comes to the business that you're creating, we have to nip that immediately, immediately. Because again, this is where we're not going to operate on a daily basis, hoping our dreams come true. What are our dreams and how do we make sure that each and every day we are being true to them and creating the circumstance that actually allows for those dreams to happen? And, you know, one thing that I have learned over and over again, and I'm sure many of you understand this with like lots of things in life, but thinking about doing the laundry is so much worse than just doing the laundry. Thinking about all the things you want to create is so much harder than actually creating them. It really, really, really is. And so again, I want you in in this, in in our time together, I want you to take a stand for your dreams. And I want to help you figure out how we make them actual reality rather than again, waiting for those things to occur, waiting for those things to happen for us because it doesn't happen that way. It simply doesn't happen that way. And I don't know. It's a process, but it's a good process. And I just, I'm, I'm really, really, really excited. And like, I'm in just this deep state of belief about this for you in terms of like what gets to change and what gets to be possible for you. And so in lesson number one, we are talking about getting clear on the business and the brand that you want to build. We're going to talk a little bit about identifying what's standing in the way of your current reality. And we're going to learn how to talk about how to really intentionally every single day, create a practice uh, for being the woman who shows up and claims everything she wants. And this lesson in particular is probably the most, I don't want to say the most mindset heavy, but it's definitely like a mindset heavy lesson uh, or like an internal work heavy lesson, because I can sit here and talk to you about your vision that you only know your vision, right? Like, you know, your vision better than I do. And so as, as, as we kind of like dive into this, what I, one thing that I want to stress here is that you doing the work, answering the questions for yourself is a non-negotiable. A lot of people, and including myself for the record, I'm guilty of this. A lot of people just want to show up on a call like this or a training like this, and they just want to listen and then they want to go implement. And not that that's wrong. I want you to implement, but I just think that one of the biggest problems I see facing, I've worked with thousands of women. Like I've worked with thousands of women. And one of the biggest problems that I see is not necessarily lack of action. It's lack of intentional action and lack of intentional action happens when you are not getting to know yourself. When like one thing that I'll say to myself often, and I I almost challenge each and every one of you to ask yourself this question, but how much time on a daily basis Do you spend just with yourself? Just with yourself. I'm talking no phone, no computer, no eating, no drinking, no tweezing your eyebrows, no, you know, being productive while you're doing the laundry and also like folding the laundry and also watching something. Not that any of those things are wrong, but one thing that I've like, just like, worked on over the past few years with myself is that I refuse to be somebody who can't sit with themselves, who can't be alone with their thoughts. And so I'm saying that because I just think that, again, so many of us were so often, I mostly work with women. It's not a shock that I attract women like this, but I tend to work with a lot of women who are achievers or overachievers, and they think all their success comes from doing 
And there's a, there's a lot of truth to that, right? Like action is required in order to actually create what we want to create. I'm not the coach. For those of you who are not super familiar with me, I am not the fucking, here's how to manifest this, or here's how to think your way to that. Like a lot of action is required and I'll never apologize for that. I'll never, I'll never skew my, my, my thoughts and my feelings on that at, at all. But what I know also is that unintentional action is so detrimental in so many of your businesses, in so many of your businesses. And so I just want to stress here that like, I want you in this place where like you are worthy more than ever before of spaciousness. And so that means spaciousness in terms of like being alone with yourself. I mean, like, how do I really want to do this? How do I, like, how do I really want to do this to the best of my ability? How do I want to create X, Y, Z? And asking yourself those tough questions and figuring out, oh, I'm, I'm in fear about this. And rather than just being in fear about this and like c- continuing to move along like a runaway train, you sit with the fear. You sit with what's really going on here. You get curious about it so that you can course correct and that you can essentially show up and take action as the person that you want to take action as. And so again, I'm saying all of that because you've you've got a workbook, you've got a few other tools coming from us. We didn't upload them yet, but you've got things from us. And this is one of the lessons that you answering the questions that I've given you. It's the most important thing that I, I believe that you need to do. And I want to just beg you to not resist that because again, I know everybody does. And I promise I'm not just giving you busy work for the sake of it. I promise you it's really intentional work. Um, and I want you to do, because I really do think it will benefit you. So I want you to remember that as we start talking about all this. Okay. Let me just. The other reminder that I want to give you as we get started here is that you, me, every person in this room, we are not fucking normal. We are not normal. We are leaders. We are trailblazers. We are powerhouses. Like we are the special ones. We want more than what most people want. We believe in magic. Most people are okay with mediocre and normal. Like we believe in getting the thing, the best version of that thing. And so on one hand, that's such a beautiful thing. On the other hand, so often the hardships and the struggles that we're facing, it can be, it can be easy to not recognize it. Like because of who we are, that's why we're facing the struggle. Meaning I can sit here and I can stress about, Oh, you know, I don't know the card decks that we're selling now, or, you know, what's that next offer. And it can feel like such a heavy burden at times, but also like, I wouldn't have it any other way because I could get a job at Starbucks. I don't need to live the life that I live. I don't need to like have the apartment that I have or so on and so forth. Like, I don't need any of those things. I would survive without, without all of it. I would survive with a normal nine to five job. It's not who I am. It's not what I want. And it's not who you are. And it's not who you want. That's what you want. That's why you're here. And so where those moments of, again, heaviness happen, I just want for each and every one of you to intentionally embrace them a little bit more and intentionally embrace the fact that again, your path, because of who you are, because of the fact that you want so much more, it might be a little harder from time to time. And it also means that a lot of people won't understand it, right? A lot of people won't understand it. And that's not you, your parents, your, you know, sister-in-law, the people who criticize what we're doing, 
for the most part, they don't get it. They don't understand. They're trying to protect you. They're trying to protect themselves because they're triggered. There's a million different reasons for this, but the bottom line is it isn't about you. And it becomes easier and easier to navigate this. The more anchored in your vision you are, the more clear you are about I'm going here. This is what I want. I'm going to get here. And so the idea that anybody could bring me down or could mess with my energy around that is just laughable. And so what I want you to again embrace here as we go on these 12 weeks together is that everything is possible for you. Everything is possible for you. And I need, I need for you, for your sake, I need you to take a stand for that as we again, enter into these 12, 12 weeks together, because not in a way that I'm like saying, I'm not saying this in a negative way, but I think it's worth just bringing to your attention and making sure that you're mindful of the fact that most of the time you are the only one standing in the way of getting what you want. And that doesn't mean that people don't suck. That doesn't mean that you didn't have the assistant that didn't do her job and you wasted a bunch of money. That doesn't mean that. I'm not saying that it's all your fault. But if we come back to remembering that we're in control and we're in the empowered place, that's where we get to understand and recognize and remember that like, oh, I get to change this circumstance next time. I get to change the dynamic here. I get to change the way that this goes. I get to be in charge of this. And again, that's worth, that's something worth embracing versus again, operating on a day-to-day basis, acting as though success is lucky or success is something again, like the weather that is outside of your control. It's not, you have the power to create whatever you want everything is possible for you. I remember the first time that I came to LA, uh, the first time. So those of you who are not super familiar with me, I'm from New Jersey. Uh, I lived in New Jersey till I was 33, 34. Uh, and I came to LA for the first time in summer of 2017. And I always had a thing for LA though. Like, I just like always like loved like LA, like Beverly Hills, now two and oh, like all things like that. And I remember the first time I came here and it was a moment where I was, I was in the process of having my first 500 K year. I was making more money than I had ever had made before. And I stayed in like a fancy hotel when I came here, like it felt like a big deal. Like it felt like this, like this big trip because it was like the first time I ever wasn't like pinching pennies, whatever. And I came here with my sister and I remember being here and being the dork that I am, we wanted to do one of those like Hollywood Hill uh, homes tour, like celebrity homes, whatever. And I just remember at that point in my business, I had, I had, I was so clear that like, oh shit, like I'm, I'm doing this. Like I'm making money. Like I'm, I'm, I feel like a success for the first time in my life. And then I remember having moments where when we were driving around the Hills, seeing these like way bigger houses, like whatever, let's say a $10 million house. Like I remember uh, driving by like JLo's house and Katy Perry's house, like these enormous, you know, compounds, whatever that were obviously like, let's just say 10 million and above. Right. And I remember having like just a really quick moment where I was like, oh, like I'm going to be successful, but never that successful. And I I just remember it so distinctly that I was like, why? Like, like, why would I tell myself that I could have it this good, but not that good? Like, why? Like, for what reason am I going to sit there and tell myself that like, I don't get to have that thing. Right. And so I am saying that because I just want you to pay attention 
to the fact that again, all possibilities exist for you. And so many people have made so much money, so many different ways. And there's this whole big world outside of what it is that you're doing. I know that it can feel like on a day-to-day basis that you're focused on like what's right in front of you. And it can feel heavy and it can feel, I think like Gary Vee always talks about it with like the clouds and the dirt, right? Like you're in the dirt on a daily basis, but I want for you to, on a daily basis, which we'll talk about, I want you getting re-anchored into the, this remembering and this, the, the truth, the truth of the, of the matter is that everything is possible for you. All possibilities exist for you. And it is your, I believe it is your job as an entrepreneur to like own that and to embrace that and not allow yourself to be the one who pumps the brakes on your dreams. And again, for that, you are not normal. So it's not going to come easily. And sometimes that means you have to do it every single day. Do it. Because your vision, your the thing that you're creating, your goals are, are worth that. They're that important. And I want you to understand that, okay? Anything, right? Anything that is pulling you, trying to pull you down, whether it's intentionally or not, like meaning I'm not trying to make like other people wrong. Like I don't think like your family's out to get you. Again, a lot of times they're trying to protect you. A lot of times they're projecting their own fears and insecurities onto you. There's millions of different reasons why people don't quote unquote support us. But the bottom line is that this is where you need to, again, make it your mission to get anything or anyone that is trying to pull you down from that high you deal with it and you face it so that you can keep it moving and you can keep striving towards the path, towards the goal that you know you are meant for. And I even share the LA story because when I first like came out here, then I would go back home to New Jersey and it would be cold and I would feel like I wasn't around other entrepreneurs. And then I would come back to LA for something, so on and so forth. And I'm just like, I notice and I recognize within myself how much better I feel out here, how much more understood I feel out here when I'm looking at the the hills of multi-million dollar homes, the idea that I'm stressing whether or not my offer should be, you know, $100 higher, it just feels laughable. Everything feels possible for me. And so of course, I'm not suggesting that you have to move to LA, although you're certainly welcome to. I'm not suggesting that you have to make any drastic moves, but this is where you have to have that moment where you listen to this podcast or you watch this show and you feel in your body, you feel it that like, oh God, like this is possible for me. It is your job to get back to that energy as much as humanly possible. Okay. And I just want you to embrace that as we, as we go here. Um, It's your job to get ruthless about eliminating from your life. What doesn't serve your vision. That's it. And this is where you have to choose that commitment on a daily basis. Okay. So I want to remind you here, and I'm going to keep reminding you of this in this program. Fuck the rules. Like there are no rules. And we can talk about this in specifics. Uh, Not only will I try to give you as many examples as possible, but I want you to ask me if you need specifics, if it's something that you're struggling with. But I know that most of us, we start, you know, our businesses and most of the time we're listening to somebody else, right? We've never, which is, which is smart. I've never done this before. So I'm going to listen to somebody who has done this so that I know exactly how to do this. And it's like, let's say, let's use the example of driving, right? Like, what is it? You're supposed to have your hands at like 10 and two. And, you know, it's all like, just like super like strict in terms of like how you're supposed to parallel park and how you're supposed to do X, Y, Z not the best driver, but like all of those things we were like, we're taught by our, you know, driving instructors, by our parents, this like very like rigid, very mechanical way of doing things. 
Now, I can pretty much imagine that most of you aren't, aren't driving around with your hands at 10 and two, right? You're, you're comfortable. You're, you've done this before. You're, you're behind the wheel and you aren't afraid of driving, right? Like it's not new. It's not this thing that you have to overanalyze or get tense about. This is the same exact thing when it comes to business. Most people, when they start, they will listen to somebody else and they will keep their hands at 10 and two, because this, I have to do five day challenges and it has to be at this exact price. And this has to be the deadline. If I don't do it exactly this way, if I don't write the copy exactly this way, it won't work. And so let me make sure that my hands are totally grasped, like gripped into what it is that I want. And I need to do it exactly this way. And it's this tense situation where people are so afraid to break the formula. Oh, I could do this little thing wrong and nothing would work. And again, I think there's validity to that when you're starting. I think there's validity to, again, understanding here's how something has been successful for somebody else. But the goal with all of this is to, again, get more comfortable and be in the front seat, in the driver's seat, where maybe your legs up on whatever. Don't give me shit about it. things not being, being dangerous. I'm just using it for the, for the purpose of this, right? Like you're a little bit more comfortable. Your hands are where maybe one hands on the steering wheel, your hands are where you want them to be. You're not again, stressing it because you're comfortable. You're good. And this might sound like an obvious point, but I also know that not enough people make it their mission to get more comfortable. They stay in 10 and two mode. And so what I want you to again, understand here is that like, there are no rules. There are no rules. The rules that are going to be like the rules that are going to actually get you what you want are the rules that you make up, right? So again, if we're going from like the driving situation, we can start with somebody else's rules, but then we create our own as we go through this process. And, you know, a few months ago, I'm I'm sure many of you heard me say this, but I'm in this program with this brand group. And one of the things that they have you do is you're working on your personal brand is you have to pick one word that like one term that it's the problem that you solve in one word, what problem do you solve? And I went back and forth on this literally for like days, weeks, months. Like I had, I thought about it for months. And then there was a certain period of time where I went to their, their event. And for days, like I literally didn't stop thinking about it. Like I was like reading the dictionary practically. And it finally came to me. I count self-abandonment as one word. I feel like there should be a hyphen, but whatever. I fi- it finally came to me that it, it's self-abandonment. Like that is exactly what I want to help you solve here. And it's exactly why this program is created. Because again, every single one of you, every single person that I've ever worked with, they come to me sharing this imaginary set of rules that they've been taught and they stop trusting themselves in the process. They don't trust their own intuition and they do things in a way that is just slightly, even if it's just slightly off the mark of what actually feels aligned and good to them, they're doing it. And that's the reason for, for the thing, not working, not working. So again, I can give you a million different examples of this. Let's just say it's about pricing. Oh, I wanted to sell this program for, you know, a thousand dollars, but I heard that you have to charge at least $3,000 for this. So I was trying to sell it for $3,000. I wasn't confident about what I was selling it at. It didn't sell. And then people will blame it about the, on the price, but it wasn't about the price. It was about the fact that you clearly weren't confident in the price. The same thing with, let's just say, if you are somebody who, you know, you are definitely afraid of being on camera but your coach, whoever told you that you have to do live videos or videos in order to be successful. 
you're going to listen to that piece of information. You're probably going to be mildly awkward or uncomfortable on camera. That's not something that anybody really wants to watch necessarily, right? Like if you don't want to be there, they don't want to be there. Whereas you could have turned around and created an incredible fucking audio podcast that you'd be killing it with by now, but you were self-abandoned and you didn't honor your own intuition and you did things the way that you thought you had somebody else taught you how to do them. Especially for talking about online business. Like one of the most beautiful things to me, and I've said this many times, is that business is problem solving. Like the way that I look at this is I come back to logic each and every time. Business is problem solving. So I deeply believe that if I have a solution for people and it's for, for, for a solution that people need, like a problem that people have, I know that it's my job to get in front of those people, offer the solutions that I have, and I can do that any which way I want to. I can sit there and I can pass out flyers all over Los Angeles. I can buy a billboard. I can run Facebook ads. I can create a podcast, so on and so forth. I can do anything. I can do it however I fucking want to. But the thing that I do and the thing that I believe in is going to be the thing that works. And I'll often compare this to like, if we're thinking about like an inventor, if I am, if I just want to be a successful inventor and I just want to make money, I'm going to invent this thing, try to get it sold, tinker around a little bit, and then on to the next invention and then on to the next invention. And I'm dabbling and I'm just all over the place and I'm not staying with any particular thing. Whereas if I invented something I really fucking believed in, I would not stop knocking on doors, again, giving out flyers, whatever, until that invention actually got sold, until it worked. And I just can't stress this enough that so many of you, in the name of the outcome, you are willing to abandon yourself and your dreams. And I want to beg you to stop that. And I want to be so clear here. I'm not saying that from this fluffy perspective of like, I just want you to get what you want and I want you to be yourself and any of that kind of stuff. I I mean, it's part of it, but it's because I know when you are anchored in like your truth and you are operating from a place of desire and passion and purpose, that is when it fucking works. When you are operating from a place of authentic energy and you are being your actual self and you want to be where you're showing up, that is when it works. Many of you are aware of this, but I'm going to share this really quickly, is that if we look back on 2017, 2017 was my first $500,000 a year. At this time, I was like, it sounds silly, but I was like deathly afraid to show up online, like on my Facebook profile or on my Instagram. Like it just, I just did not feel comfortable. I feel like I was just in a place where I was trying to get comfortable with myself and my own skin and with my messaging. And I was just really just working on my confidence. And I, I, I wasn't as certain or as confident as I am now. And I could have like been in a position where I was like, oh, I should go live on my profile or I should do this because this is what other people are doing. And those, those could have been valid things, but I'm so proud of myself that I was just like, I'm going to embrace what actually feels good to me. And what actually felt good to me at that time was having a private Facebook group where I had that control over who is there, who is not there. I felt like I was able to create and curate this community of people who wanted to be there, who wanted to hear my message, who got what I was doing versus me attempting to market myself in front of, you know, 
people who I was friends with in high school or whatever it was where I would have felt like they might judge me. Is there the argument that we could make that I should like work through that from a mindset perspective? Absolutely. And I have, but at the time I, I didn't have time for that. Right. Like I'm not like, not everything is a mindset issue that we have to work through right away. Sometimes we have to figure out how we hack action. And that was the way for me. I knew that again, I felt comfortable showing up there. I felt good showing up there. And it was a situation where as I allowed myself to do it more and more, I became even more and more comfortable and more confident. And it's not a shock that like my business grew and exploded really when I was doing it that way. And it was because again, I was allowing myself to show up as who I actually was versus attempting to self-abandon and do things the way other people were doing them. And I say all of that because what I want you to stress here is there is always a way to hack this shit. There is always a way to hack getting what you want. And again, this is what I'm here for to help you figure that out exactly, right? If you if you need my guidance on that, that's what I'm here for. But what I want for you to understand is that you get to have what you want and you get to get it by not being somebody else, not operating outside of who you already are. This is about operating as who you are, what feels natural and good to you so that you can do it consistently because otherwise it won't work. Otherwise it won't work. And if we're talking about the rules again, okay, let's use that example of like, I want to just go live in my Facebook group, but you know, this coach says that I have to go live on Instagram instead. And it's never going to work. Just me going live in my Facebook group more than anything else. I always quote, not that she wrote the song, uh, but let's quote Britney Spears here. There's only two types of people in the world. The ones that entertain and the ones that observe. So you can operate. If you're going to operate based on someone else's rules, someone else's opinions right there, you're a follower. That's it. Leaders make their own rules. Leaders lead. And so what I want for you is I want you to take everybody, everybody off the fucking pedestal. Everybody. Me, like if that's me for whatever reason, please. I don't want you to listen to me verbatim or listen to me from a place of abandoning yourself. I want you to always take what I'm saying, put it through your filter and have it be applicable in a way that actually feels aligned and right to you. And I'm going to say it again. You are either a follower or a leader and leaders do things their way. Leaders lead. And so this is, again, you taking a stand for like, I want to do things my way unapologetically. And I'm going to own that. I'm going to embrace that. I'm going to choose that it gets to work for me. That's so fucking powerful. That's so powerful. And so again, I want you to embrace here how powerful you are and own it and operate accordingly instead of putting other people above you and again, following, right? Because we're leading in this program. We are leading. That's my hope for you. Again, there are no motherfucking rules. Question everything that is not fact, not a fact. And I say it this way too, because it's like not funny to me, but like, especially if we're talking about just like business you know, for a long time there, as an example, I had this like idea in my head that when I, this was like a while ago, but like when I was, I had the idea in my head that when I launch something new, I have to do a live video day one. And like, it was just this thing where like, it didn't even occur to me 
to not to, to, to not do a live video on day one of a launch. Like it wouldn't even make sense to me. It, that's just how it went. And so like, if we real, if we think about all the things in life that are like actual facts, actual laws that we have to abide by, so on and so forth, like the idea that we're, we're operating as if we're chained to like, you have, like it's, it's Amanda Francis always used to say, like, unless it is written up in the sky, unless God wrote it up in the sky on like a whiteboard, it is not the fact. It is not the actual truth. And so the idea that again, we're following something and acting as though it is an empirical fact is wild. It's wild. And so again, I want you to just get into this habit and this uh, pattern, if you will, of really questioning. I don't mean that in a way of like question everything, but question like that moment as an example, a couple months ago, uh, I was doing a masterclass. It was like a, a paid everyday masterclass. And the day before the masterclass, I was on a call with uh, my somatic coach and I, don't know, I was just talking to her about like, I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this masterclass. Like I've said these things a million times and I've just like, I know that I should do this because it's helpful in terms of like, you know, selling the program, but I really don't want to fucking do it. And she's like, okay, well, why, why don't you want to do it? And I was talking about the fact that like, okay, well, I have to talk about this. I have to talk about that. And she's like, like, who, like who, who says that you have to follow it to that formula? And then she, she was, she was very strategic in that she was like, okay, like talk to me about what you're fired up about now. And I was like, get, I was getting so fired up about like the whole self-abandonment thing and so on and so forth. And I was like, I was clearly so activated and so fired up about it. And she's like, who the fuck said that? Like, you can't show up and talk about that and be in that energy. And who said that you have to abide by these rules that you have in place in terms of what the content needs to be. And it was just like, I'm like, oh, like, I, I can't believe that I was doing that to myself. Like I get to make this into whatever it want, whatever I want it to be. None of this is a fact. And so again, I just want you to embrace that piece of it. And again, I hope that hopefully examples like that are helpful for you. I think it's really helpful for you to think about areas of your life that come easily to you when it comes to this and the way in which you wouldn't stress getting it right, where you wouldn't overthink so that you can apply it to business, right? Like uh, if we're talking about like, let's say health, I can be very much, you know, I've struggled with my weight, like my entire life. And it's always been a very emotional thing. I feel like I don't eat just like a normal person. There's so many emotions and so much like residue of like past shit when it comes to food and so on and so forth. And so it'll be so helpful for me in moments where I'm overanalyzing, like how I want to eat or whatever it is. It's so helpful for me to put it through the lens of how I would operate with like a launch because so many of the rules I'm like abiding by over there it would be laughable to me in business because again, I, I'm, I'm a comfortable driver in the business seat. Right. And so again, for so many of you understanding that, like something that you're emotional about, you lose that logic a bit, but if you can put it through the filter of like, here's how I would do things in this area, I find that it gives you a lot of guidance and a lot of perspective in terms of like what actually makes sense in this moment, minus the emotions. Okay. Each and every one of you here, you want something different and you want it for a different set of reasons. There are a million paths to getting anything you want. There are a million paths to getting anything you want. Okay. I want you to understand that. And I want you to embrace that. And so of course that includes business and that includes making money. So your path is going to be different for the love of God. If, if you look at anyone, Sarah Blakely, Sarah Dan, whatever, that that was very ballsy of me to put our, put us in the same camp for a moment, but roll with me here. You can look at two different people and there are people that you might like, 
you know, be inspired by, or like you aspire to their business model, their success, however you want to say that. And if it inspires you and it excites you, I want you to, in that moment, extract the part of the part of this that actually excites you and customize it. As an example, I was having a conversation with a client uh, a few months ago and she was on a trip. She was traveling. She got hired by this uh, really successful couple to come out and do some custom consulting for them. And this type of consulting is something that she did not want to do anymore previously, but she had a relationship with these people. They paid her a good amount of money. uh, And so it felt worth it to her to do this. And so she's sharing with me, you know, how the trip went and what happened and so on and so forth. And she was just like, I just feel like, you know, these people are people who are connected to really like big, inspiring, you know, like well-known names there. She was talking to me about like their lifestyle and how they're traveling all the time and so on and so forth. And so she starts telling me about how, you know, maybe, maybe this type of consulting is for me. And I was like, okay. I was like, you know, she's like, maybe I just wasn't getting paid enough before, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, I hear you. I was like, and I'm not like, I'm not at all saying that you're wrong, but can we make sure before we get overly kind of like decisive, can we make sure that we're being honest about what about their success is exciting to you? Because there might be another way to go about it. Because if it's just the piece around, oh, well, if I do this, I'll get to travel more and I'll get to be connected to really big names, but you don't actually want to do the thing that gets you that, let's create it a different way. Let's not, let's not do something we don't want to do because we think it's going to get us the outcome that we want. We can get the outcome that we want doing it the way that we want, right? Like one outcome is not mutually, it's not exclusive to one exact path. And so I say that again, because if we're looking at people's like successes, I can look at somebody and I'm like, wow, I can really admire this about you, but I also wouldn't want this, or I don't know if that would actually feel good to you. Like I, I watched, like, uh, I was watching the Kardashians, which I don't normally watch. I was watching it, uh, a few months ago just for the, I don't know, know why. I think I felt like I wanted to like be in like the money vibes or whatever. And I, it was the episode, it was one of the episodes where like, they were like bringing you through, uh, like the skims office headquarters and Kylie's headquarters. And I'm like, Oh my God, like I was getting, I caught, I felt myself getting like so fired up and excited about the idea of having this big office and this big team and all these kind of things. And so like, that is exciting. That is cool. And that is beautiful. And there is part of me that wants something like that. I also know that I don't want to deal with a lot of people. I don't want to pay a ton of money for like a brick and mortar location. I don't really want to have to go to work every single day. That's not in my home, so on and so forth. And so it can be easy to like, look at somebody else's success and just look at like the, the romantic, the, like the exciting, the shiny stuff, but like, is it actually aligned to who you are as a human being and how you want to live? And so again, I want you to like, as you're going through all of this and you're thinking about your vision and what you actually want, I want to make sure that there are goals that are actually aligned to you versus empty goals. Because again, there are a million paths to getting what you want. So we don't want to do things just because we think it's going to get us something. We want to do the thing that we want to do so that it gets us to where we want to be. And that's possible. And again, I'm here to help you figure that out. So solidifying your vision. Your new mantra, as you set out on this 12-week journey with me, is this is how I choose business gets to go for me. As an example, this is where a personal struggle that I have had in the past, to give you an example, 
is the belief that at my level, whatever, like making the money that I make, I need to only serve six figure or seven figure entrepreneurs. I need to only have higher end programs. I need to only work with, again, like, like people at a higher level at on a higher end basis. And are the, have, there have been moments when I have fed into that belief. There have definitely been moments. That's where I, if I ask myself or if I say to myself, this is how I choose business gets to go for me. I choose that I get to work with women at all different price points, at all different levels, because it's what feels good to me. I'm not going to tell myself the story that I can't do that. I'm not going to tell myself that I'm not going to be taken as seriously. I'm not going to tell myself that high level people aren't going to hire me for that reason. I'm just not going to entertain that story. This is how I choose that business gets to go for me. And I'm creating my own rule book in this situation. And I'm choosing and I'm opting to be clean with that. And my hope is that this is going to be true for most of you or in most circumstances, but this is especially important and especially like easy, I guess I'll say to follow this when you have the receipts and you have the history to back something up. And that might sound silly. While at the same time, I know that it's something that so many of you have struggled with. You've done something, you've done it well, you've done it to the point where you got success with it. And then somebody else said it does, it's not supposed to be that way. And then you second guessed what you have receipts for. Like the idea that, again, I've been made at times to feel like I had to, again, work with people only at a certain level. When I have the receipts, I have millions of dollars of receipts proving that I can work with all levels and that I can have successful, sustainable business and that it can feel good. And so there might be a moment where somebody makes me feel like I doubt myself or like somebody can like, I don't want to put it on somebody else, but like I can have a moment where I doubt myself where I'm like, oh, I'm not as this, as this person. And so I'm wrong. I'm making myself wrong for this. And again, those moments are going to happen. But if we come back to this, this is how I choose that business gets to go for me. I think it's a really empowering statement where you're not sitting there saying, oh, what should I do? What could I do? And you're choosing how this gets to go. I choose that this is how I gets to work for me. Same kind of thing as an example, uh, a different example of like, we're talking about, uh, we're talking about like, let's say uh, like working out. Maybe you have in your mind that you have to work out twice a day, an hour a day in order to lose weight. And you're like, oh my God, I have to do this. Like it feels heavy, but like, this is what people say I have to do. I really want to get this weight off. I'm really attached to the outcome here, so on and so forth. And you're like, you know what? I do that. I set myself up for that. I do it. And then I stop. I do it. And I stop. That pattern has never served me. And so, you know what? This is how I choose workouts get to go for me. Every single day, I commit to moving my body for 30 minutes a day. Doesn't matter what I do. Doesn't matter how I do it. And I choose to believe that if I do that every single day, of course, I'm going to be in a better position week after week, month after month. Of course. So I choose this is how it gets to go for me versus telling ourselves the story of this is how it has to go, or these are the rules, or I'm wrong, right? Again, this is how I choose that it gets to go for me. I want you to commit to that. In my experience, shooting for the thing you really want, it always takes you to a better place than not trying. And I know that that's really obvious, but I also know that it's not in the sense that a lot of us, a lot of people will settle. I always share this story. Uh, This was a few years ago. Uh, I was at dinner with a couple clients 
And we were talking, you know, it was like a mastermind thing, but like it was at the end of it. So we were having like drinks and it was more casual. And we were talking about, you know, like relationships and partners. And I was talking about like my dream partner, like, this is what I want. This, this is how our relationship's going to be. And just talking about like the fact that they communicate and so on, like all these things. Right. And what, what I ideally want. And I remember being so triggered because two of the women at the table, I think the third one's on this call. So she didn't trigger me. Uh, two of the women at dinner, they kind of like laughed at me. And it was kind of like, oh, sure. Like, sure. Keep living in that fantasy, whatever it is. And like, it triggered me because I'm not a moron. I don't think that any relationship, any business, anything, I don't think anything is picture perfect. I know that there are going to be moments of struggle and fights and so on and so forth. But what I also know is that if I am sitting there saying I want a 10, I might get a seven and that's okay with me versus I'm never going to get the 10. So let me accept a five and then maybe winding up with a two or a three. Fuck that. Fuck that. I'm going to strive. Excuse me. I'm going to set out, I'm going to strive to get what I actually want. I'm going to set myself up for the belief that like I could have it all my way and reality is going to hit. Life isn't again, always going to be perfect, but I'm sure as fuck not going to, because life isn't perfect, settle for less than what I want. Most people settle. Most people on this planet settle. We don't, we don't. I often joke, half joking, half not, uh, I love Chris Evans. Like, like just like, I mean, everybody loves Chris Evans, but like, I never like was like really like into him or anything. Like I had never watched like any of the Marvel movies. Like a few summers ago, I was like, oh, I get it. And like in a lot of ways, like his personality, all this stuff, it's like, this is like, this is like an ideal partner that I would want to be with based on what I know of him. He lives 10 minutes away. We go to the same dog park. And so I've said to myself many times, that it's like my test, if you will, especially as I'm dating right now, is like, I need to, the only way that I'm going to settle down with somebody or the only way that I'm going to like be with somebody else is if I could literally be with that person. And then the next day, whatever, I'm at the dog park and Chris Evans hits on me. And I would, I would say no to Chris Evans. Like I would absolutely dismiss Chris Evans. Like that's how into this person, that's how good this person needs to make me feel and how compatible we need to be so on and so forth. And so again, I'm saying that in this way, because I think it's helpful for you to recognize that like, at least recognize is not the right word. How important it is for you to at least paint the picture for yourself of how things would be if you had it all your way. So you have something to compare your day-to-day to. You have something to, com- to compare your current reality to so that you can more easily identify the gap between where you are now and where you want to be. Because if we're not sure about what we want, it's not shocking that we're not getting it, right? If we, if we don't have that clarity, of course, of course, it's going to be likely that we don't actually have what we want. And so if you are sitting there saying like, this is how I choose that business gets to go for me. If I had it all my way, here's how it would all look. It's going to put a magnifying glass on what you're putting up with that isn't what you want. And when you see it clearly is when you can actually shift it and get rid of it, right? 
I want, so as an example for you, if you're even saying something along the lines of like how important it is for you to be really supported by a team. And if I had in my perfect world, like I've had this conversation with my agency, like we've had to like go back to the drawing. We had a meeting last week about like, let's just like work on some new things. And I'm like, here's my dream scenario. My dream picture perfect wave a magic wand scenario is this. And I'm giving that to them. And again, so if I were to, if we're envisioning ourselves saying something along those lines, that means that we were saying like, because what I said to them is like, I literally just want to talk all day long. I've said this many times. I want to be on a call like this. And then I want somebody to swoop in and I want to, I want somebody to pull a bunch of quotes. I want somebody to pull a bunch of video clips and write a bunch of emails and spread it all over the goddamn internet. Like it's confetti. And I don't have to touch any of that. And I just get to show up and talk. That is my dream situation. Okay. So then it's again, okay, then how do we put that into place? Right. How do we create that? And again, if I'm sitting there having a moment where I'm getting, figuring out the specifics of my ideal situation in one way, that's where, again, I can see so clearly, okay, where's the gap between where I am now and where I need to be so that things can get corrected. Right. And if you, again, if you're not in this place of being anchored in your vision, it becomes really difficult to figure that out and to do that. And it becomes very easy then to settle and to put up with what you don't want on a daily basis. And I don't want that for you. I want you to unapologetically create the business that you actually want. Direction is more important than speed. Many are going nowhere fast. This for many of us, especially as achievers, We want to do all the things. We think we can do all the things. We think we're capable of taking on a million tasks and, you know, taking on everything. And we are, we're powerful, super, super women. While at the same time, working 20 hours a day, seven days a week is, is, it's not natural. It's not normal. And so, so often, so many people are like just panicked and like operating from a like the survivor mode in trying to do more things and not necessarily intentionally. And I just want to stress here how important it is that we're doing things from a place of direction and intention versus speed, right? Because, you know, even like, uh, I'm sorry to keep, not, I'm not sorry. I shouldn't, like, I really can't say sorry in this program. But we're looking at the card deck uh, that I'm very excited about. You know, we had some hiccups with that and whatever. And the hiccups all came from me trying to rush, rush the process they all came from trying from rushing the process. The moment that I just kind of like leaned back and like, I was like, let's do this and let's do this. Well, I'm thrilled with the product that we have. I'm thrilled with the final, final result. And so again, I know, I know for so many of us, we want what we want. We want it right now, but most of the time it's not serving us. And so I think that's important to remember. So you have to know the specifics of what you want. And here's the important piece here. When I say you have to know the specifics of what you want, that does not mean you're married to them. Because what I see a lot of people do is if we're like sitting there and figuring out what their vision is or what they want, they'll be like, oh, well, I would love to have this, but this might happen or that might happen. And then they're kind of like talking themselves out of it because they don't know the exact how and oftentimes the exact how years ahead of time, like way far into the future. So this is not a situation where like, again, we have to know like this, I, this is my five-year vision. And, but if you doubt that like in five years, that exact thing could happen, then we don't do it because we don't know how we're going to get there. No, we have to know what we want and the vision can change. The vision will change, but knowing a vision and allowing it to change a little bit is much different than not having vision at all. 
Those are two very different things. And so without making decisions on where you're going, it's, it, it's just not an option. It's just not an option. And I just, I can't stress that enough, but like you can't hit a target that you can't see. And it's your job as an entrepreneur. Again, so much of this comes back to reverse engineering. What do I want and how am I going to create it? And so you have to know where you're going. I personally like to do this in a two-step process. Okay. So step number one is, and this feels like such a simple thing to say, and many of you have heard me say this before. Well, I, I would be willing to bet a lot of money that most of you have not done it. I want you to first and foremost, commit, commit to taking an hour, if not more, to turning off all distractions and giving yourself the space and the time to devote to painting a picture for yourself mentally of what you ultimately want. Now, this can be a year from now. It can be 10 years from now. It's not, I'm not as worried about you doing it the right way as much as I am concerned about you making sure that you're painting a picture that you can emotionally connect with, that you can emotionally connect with. And so let's just say as an example, like uh, I actually, I did this last, I started doing this last night. And I'll share it with you because I I gave you a couple of templates for this, but uh, just like a vision board, right? So I was thinking about putting things on the vision board. I found like a, um, I was like thinking about it from like life and business. I found a picture of like, uh, I want to find like a couple on vacation on like, at like, in like the Maldives or something like that. I wanted to see that picture. I wanted to emotionally connect with like, to me, a picture like that is like, I want love and I want, you know, somebody I'm in love with and I can go on like beautiful, like not cheap vacations with, right? Like luxury vacations with them. But more than that, I want to be in a situation where I can go on vacation and it feels just spacious enough that I can devote that time to being with that person and work is off. I'm not paying attention to my laptop, so on and so forth. I want to create that circumstance for myself, right? Same thing with like, I found like a magazine, I went and saved like a magazine cover of like Entrepreneur Magazine and then I superimposed like my face on the front of it. And so I don't know exactly when those things are going to happen. I don't need to know the exact location, right? Like, I don't want you to kind of like feed into this idea that like, unless we have exact specifics here, like it it can't work, but this is about paying attention to what you emotionally connect with. I don't need to be emotionally connected to like the Maldives versus Bora Bora. Like I, I don't need to be emotionally connected to that. I just need to be emotionally connected to what I'm emotionally connected to. I need to visually see it. Same thing with being on the cover of a magazine. So this is, again, there's no rules for this, but if you are envisioning your picture perfect scenario, again, a year from now, 10 years from now, whatever you, I can't connect with 10 years from now. Like that, that's very difficult for me to connect that far ahead because I know that I'm always changing my mind. So for me, that's something like, okay, two years from now, I connect with two years from now, but for you, what can you sit there and you can paint the picture of like, if I had it all my way, here's what, here's what life would look like. And I want you to give yourself permission to let this be messy. There are, again, no rules, and it's just about you, like, reflecting on and embracing and acknowledging anything that comes up for you in terms of being a desire, right? And if, like, sometimes things will come up that you don't even understand, and that's fine. Own that, embrace that, fine. And just, again, allow it to be this, like, messy thing. That's step number one. And that feels like very, like, the feminine part of it. 
right? Just again, getting clear on like, if, if this is my dream scenario, this is what life and business look like for me. Step number two is then we decide, this is where, this is where we go into the masculine and we actually decide what comes first. So this is where we're going to pick a time frame, and we're going to say, okay, in the next six months, I would like to have these things occur out of that big vision. And this is going to get done by January. This is going to get done by February, so on and so forth. And you're committing to timeframes or you're committing to actions that create, that are going to create the momentum that you feel you can do your best to the best of your ability and that are going to get things moving in the right direction. And then the other part of that is we're also going to make peace with what gets put on the back burner for right now, because, uh, there are so many things that we all want to do. And I know that it can be very easy to let that kind of feel heavy for you instead of just making peace with the fact that like, it's not time right now. It will be time, but it's not time right now. So a lot of us, again, we put off our dreams, we put off our dreams, we put off our dreams, but we also allow them to make us miserable on a daily basis. Let's not do that. Let's be more intentional than that. And, you know, I know, especially like online, the whole feminine energy and flow and so on and so forth. That's the popular thing to talk about. And not that I'm against any of those things balanced out with, if you're a CEO, you've got to, you've got to do some fucking planning. You, you've got to figure out where you're going and you've got to figure out what the, what, what the blueprint is, what the roadmap is, and you've got to make some decisions and you've got to get a schedule together because that's what companies do. That's what businesses do, right? And so again, I want you to have that balance here. What do we want? Here's the big picture. And then what are we actually committing to getting done and how and why? And again, I'm here to help and support you with that. We put some things in the back burner. We know that we'll introduce them when we're able to, but if we're not right now, we're not gonna make ourselves miserable about it either. Again, specifics are so important. Uh, I was I was joking about this with one of my coaches a couple of weeks ago because I was like, in this moment, I'm like, I just feel like getting like hit on. Like, I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like like flirting with a man. And like, I didn't have anyone I was talking to at the moment or anything particular going on. And I was like, I, I didn't, it was like a Friday night and I didn't have anything really to do. And I was like, I'm just gonna go to the mall. And I was like, I wanna get hit on. And it was just funny because I went to the mall and I got hit on by like a 19 year old boy that like, obviously I would never actually go on a date with. And she was like, you weren't specific. And I was like, duh, like, no, of course not. Like, of course that happened. Like I have to get specific. I can't just say like a wishy-washy thing and hope for it to happen. I've got, I've got to get clear here. And so I use that silly example because this is a lot what a lot of people are, again, are doing with their businesses. They're launching something and they don't even have a set goal of how many people they want in. Or they're doing a webinar training, or again, they don't have the set goal of how many people they want in, so on and so forth. Like every time you're wishy-washy with what you want, you get wishy-washy results. And I want, I want that to change here. This is about, again, I'll say it again. I know the whole, you know, feeling like the energy and the, the flow and the so on and so forth. Like all of those things are very popular and they're very valid. Like I'm, I'm not invalidating them, but the idea that you only get to have the flow and not the discipline and not the action is delusional. It's delusional. I, 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 Sarah Dan, I do not know how to tell you how to build a business without working for it. I, I, I don't, I don't know how to do that because, because that's what I've done. So we have to have both. I know that me getting anchored into what I want and how I want things to go and feeling it that comes first. So I can take the right action, but the action is required. The planning is required. The intentionality is required. And I don't feel like I want to be apologetic for that, right? I'm not, I'm not sorry for that. 
Okay. The second, the next part, and this is stuff that I'm sharing with you. Like you'll have this in your workbook. Why can't you have it? This is it. We have to face this. For many of you, this is hopefully going to be a fuck this shit moment. A moment where we draw the line in the sand and we say, I'm done accepting this. I'm done wanting this and it's not happening. I'm done, you know, saying I'm going to do this and not actually doing it. I'm done having months where I don't know how the bills are going to get paid or being up and down with my income. I'm done with this. Fuck this shit. I'm done with this. I'm ready to show up as who I am and who I'm meant to be and create what I'm worthy of. I'm fucking done waiting for it to happen or accepting less. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Fuck this shit. Right? Like like that, that's what I want for you. And so we're going to refuse here to continue walking around wanting the thing you've wanted for a while not going for it or doubting that you get to have it. One thing that Nicole Moore, uh, my, who is my love coach, I like that she said it this way, but she was just like, your pain is not that special. And she didn't mean it. And she didn't say it or didn't mean it in a negative way. And I certainly don't either because each and every one of you, each, every one of us, we've been through bad shit. Some worse than others. There's all different degrees of pain and so on, trauma and so on and so forth. And I am not in a million years here to invalidate your, your very real experiences or your very real traumas, any of that kind of stuff. But I think it's cool to remember that if you have whatever pain and trauma, somebody out there has even more than you and is getting what they want, is creating what they want. And so it can be a very comforting thing for many of us to hold on to the stories and hold on to the old identities and hold on to the reasons that we don't have what we want, but it's not serving you. It's not serving you. That's it. Right. And so again, I'm always trying to be so clear about like, I'm not the person who wants to be unkind or I don't care about your situation balanced out with, it's always my job. I feel like to move you forward right? My job is to move you forward. And the only way we move forward is being who we want to be, acting how we want to act. And so this is where you get to have all of your pain and all of your experiences, but you also get to understand that you're not unique in the sense that like, you're not the only person who's ever dealt with those things. And so if somebody else gets to have what you want, you do too. And you no longer have to tell yourself that this is a barrier to getting what you want. Okay. Non-negotiable exercise, non-negotiable. I want you to sit with the vision and this, you might have to do this 50 times, whatever, but I want you to sit with the vision and feel it as real and listen to what comes up and listen and get curious about those feelings, get curious about the memories that pop up, so on and so forth. Because for again, like, I know this is like manifestation 101, while at the same time, I don't think it's really actually understood by most of, most of us, but like, you getting what you want. If I am like, if, if, if I am in a situation where I'm not getting what I want, even if it's something like, I don't know, let me use an example. Let's say it's not getting a text from a guy that I'm talking to. Right. I know now that my job is to, if it's bothering me, stop what I'm doing or find time to sit with a vision of what it is that I do want and how would it feel if I did get what I wanted in this moment, if this person was 
whatever, in love with me and texting me and saying the things I wanted them to say, then how would I feel? And that's where it's going to, the things that are going to come up is like, well, here's why that wouldn't happen. Here's how that couldn't happen. And I have to get curious about it. I have to actually get curious about it instead of just like burying it under the rug. And I'll go back to what I said in the beginning is that so often we're not spending time with ourselves. We're just going and going and going as a means of avoiding the feelings and the pain that we're experiencing. And that doesn't fucking help you. And so if we are sitting with, you want this many sales, you want passive income, so on and so forth, set your timer for 20 minutes. I will always set my timer and I will put on like uh, ocean sounds in my ears. Uh, personally, like other meditations for the most part, I don't, they don't work as well for me because I feel like I don't want anyone else's voice in my head. I want, I just want like calm and like serenity. And so I'll put like ocean sounds in my ears and 20 minutes. I will just sit there again, no touching my phone, no nothing. And that's where I will sit with. Okay. Like I'm, you know, on the beach with this person and money is coming in and we're having this great time. And this person planned the trip and so on and so forth. And my team has my back. They're taking care of everything and money's coming in and everything's running smoothly. I'm just sitting here and enjoying myself, like really sitting with, if that was my reality right now, how would I feel? And again, paying attention to what comes up and what happens often to me, I'm, I'm sure there's, there are very scientific terms for this, but like what happens for me is it's almost this like heroin feeling almost where it just feels very, like, I almost feel like I melt and not for like the first few minutes, but after a while, it almost feels like I, again, I melt and I can really like feel everything as easy and as possible and as clear. And again, some things will come up for me. But doing that and giving myself that, like, is worth millions of dollars. It can, it can shift who you are being and how you're therefore showing up. And so I want you to make sure that, again, you're giving yourself that versus just, again, operating and going through the motions and not taking the time to do that for yourself. One thing I want to remind you of right now, over and over again, is that what has happened in the past has nothing to do with what can start happening today. Who you've been has nothing to do with who you can be today. So one question I would ask yourself, and it's in the workbook, is what stories am I telling myself about who I am? I'm always the person that's inconsistent. I'm always the person that struggles, so on and so forth. And just recognize the way in which that you're continuing to play that tape over and over again. Because nobody else decided that. If you have had a billion failed launches before, nobody else has decided that your billion and one, that billionth and one, however we would say that, that one is going to be a failed launch as well. Nobody else decided that. That is not a fact at all. Again, let's, let's, let's be mindful of what are facts here. That's not a fact. It is possible for you to have what you want in that moment. It does not matter what has happened in the past. And so this is where you have to train yourself, right? Get into a place of mastery in terms of like, I'm not going to continue holding onto and bringing with me the past struggles into the future. I'm not going to do that. I'm not willing to do that. I'm fucking better than that. I deserve more than that. And again, your job as an entrepreneur is to live for possibilities. Your job as an entrepreneur is to live for what is actually possible for you and to dismiss what has happened in the past and not allow that to, again, like essentially like cut you off from, from, from what is possible for you. And a really good question, a really good question is, are you more committed to your past or your future? 
That's it. Because if you're going to get off this call right now, what are you going to go do? There are times when I certainly will get off. Like there are times when I will have like a, um, let me say it this way. I feel like this, like, I mean, again, I've always been, I've been open about like, just like my struggles with like binge eating and things like that, you know, for years. And it really does not happen anymore, but there was definitely a time in my business where I would, let's say, get off a great call like this. And I would feel like on top of my game, I would feel wonderful. I would feel like everything was possible for me, so on and so forth. And Next thing you knew, I was ordering food and like totally overeating. And it was almost like, because I was like uncomfortable with the high and the, I can do anything. And it was almost like this, like instinctual reach to like, let me bring myself down a notch. Let let me bring myself back to what's familiar. Like it can't get this good. I, ha- I have to be who I was. I, I, I can't just sit here and feel like the leader. I have to, I have to again, like run back and, and go back to what is actually comfortable and familiar here. And so that's an example, a vulnerable example, but it's an example that I think is really valid and important here because this is where on, on a moment by moment basis, you get to choose if you're more committed to where you're going or to the past and what you've experienced before and who you've been and the familiar you get to choose that. And again, I want to stress this over and over again, that I am not in a million years saying that that stuff is easy. Like it it, it runs deep and I'm not pretending that I'm like a trauma expert or anything like that. And so like, I know that a lot of this is complicated and more, it's a different level of complicated for each and every person and every person's unique experiences. I know that. And I want to honor and acknowledge that balanced out with, I want to remind you here that it's your job to try. You walking around as an unhealed person and just being okay with that, it doesn't work. Not, not, if, not if you want to create what you want to create. It doesn't work. And so again, you have to be committed here to stepping into your future versus acting in the way that you have previously, okay? In what ways is your past serving you? Because this is the other thing. A lot of us, in that example, it served me in that, okay, I feel like I'm, I'm on top of the world right now. And that feels really good, but it feels a little bit different. And so I'm going to go run and do the thing that I know not to do because it's familiar, but that keeps me safe. That keeps me in the known uh, In the unknown that feels scary, but it's serving me because it's giving me that hit of familiarity that I'm used to. And that I've experienced years for years and years that that's more familiar to me. And so I want you to just pay attention here to like, is the past you, the familiar you more important than your vision? And again, we're all, you know, different ages, but we're all adults. And, you know, I think that again, like I'll say it again, this is all so complicated and I'm never trying to be insensitive to that balanced out with as CEOs, as people with, that are in the process of building their unapologetic empire we don't get to let five-year-old, 15-year-old us run the show, be the CEO of our business. We don't get to do that. And I think this is where, again, I feel like, I feel like on one hand, especially like the online space, I feel like it's gone in this direction of like more compassion and more, you know, trauma awareness and all this kind of stuff, which is a wonderful thing. 
balanced out with, I'm not afraid to tell you that you've got to hold yourself responsible for some shit and that you've got to discipline yourself sometimes. And so again, I want, I want here for you to find that balance and I want it for you, not for my own sake, but for your sake, because I believe it's going to get you the thing that you want. Okay. This is important. Create the circumstance that you want. So what I want you to understand here is that like, or think about here is how many things on a daily basis that are simple when it comes to getting what you want, how many things do you do? I want steak. I'm going to order a steak on Postmates or I'm going to go to the grocery store and buy a steak so I can cook it. I want the thing I want. And so I take the steps I know to take to get it. A lot of times this is just as simple in business, but we don't allow ourselves to see it because we're emotional about it. Right. So I asked on my story last night, I want to go back and answer a lot of those because I have a lot of responses. I asked on my story last night about like, what is something that, you know, uh, you've been told by a coach that like, oh, you had to do this to be successful or you wouldn't be successful if you did this. And one of the ones, uh, and it's a really common one is, uh, something along the lines of having to, I have to sell one-on-one first in order to make reliable income rather than selling to group, like a, like a scaled model. And this is a perfect example of this. Like I, I just obviously resonate with this because it's such a big part of how I teach things. But as any of you know, back in 2017, I went through a really hard personal time and I was like struggling to take care of myself, let alone take on one-on-one clients. Like I was not equipped. I had no business taking on a one-on-one client. Like I just, I was not in the space mentally for it. And I knew that I did not want to be in a position where like I, like in the past, especially I would feel very responsible for clients and it would feel very like, um, I feel very attached to clients in a way that like probably wasn't healthy. And it would really, really, really weigh on me mentally. And so back in 2017, I knew that I did not want to be in a position where I had the way to make money is that I had to charge, I had to get clients at a higher rate and again, work with them one-on-one. I knew that I didn't want that. I knew that I didn't want that. What most people will do is they will keep doing what's familiar and they will be a little bit more unhappy with it each and every time. They'll keep taking on the one-on-one client. They'll keep taking on the one-on-one client because they think that that's the way that it has to go. I created the circumstance that I wanted. I reverse engineered to create again, the outcome that I desired. Okay. I know that I want to sell low end things. I know that I'm comfortable with that price point. I know that I like the idea of keeping people at an arm's length for me where they're not really like, we're not working together intimately. Okay. I know that I want to do those things, but okay. So how do I get there? Well, if I'm going to sell things for $97, for example, I need to sell a good amount of them that actually make a significant amount of money. That means I really need to put an emphasis on audience growth. That means that I really need to make sure that I'm bringing lots of people into my world and I'm giving them lots of opportunities to work with me so that I can create that circumstance. And so again, whatever you want is never not possible. So for the the reason that so many people preach about getting one-on-one clients first is A, it's a good chunk of money you know, per client, right? A good amount of money is coming in versus if you have an audience of five people and you're trying to sell things for $97 on Facebook, 
it's not going to work so well, right? Like you're, you're not going to make that much money off of that. So it makes more sense. And then why the advice is given all the time to do one-on-one coaching first is because again, you have that opportunity to get a bigger sale in, and it makes it more likely that again, you get that one sale versus feeling like you need a million. So there's validity to that. Is it a fact that you have to do it that way? Absolutely not. Other possibilities exist but it's a matter of you taking a stand for the thing that you want and then creating the circumstance that actually allow for that, for that thing. Right. So I knew I had to put an emphasis on bringing people into my world. I did exactly that. I ran webinars. I did Facebook ads. I made a huge emphasis. I put a huge emphasis on audience growth so that I could have the thing that I wanted. And so again, nothing is fact, nothing is fact. You get to have it whatever, which way you want to, but you just need to take the right steps accordingly. And of course, again, I'm here to help you figure out those steps if that's what you need. Your future cannot happen unless you take a stand for it. It cannot. I'm going to, sorry, I'm, I'm not sorry. Uh, but, you know, I'm making a lot of references here to like dating. And I, I always like to make references that are like not aligned with business because I think it's helpful to see things in like a totally different context Uh, So a lot of times take the emotion out of it or to like help you, I, whatever, get it a little bit easier. But it's just interesting to me now that like I'm dating this guy. We've been on like five or so dates and out of everyone that I've, I've dated over the past few years, like total gentleman, the, I'm so impressed by the way in which he communicates, how like direct and open and honest we both are like everything from like, like sexually to emotionally, like there's nothing off the table and it's a very mature conversation. And it's not a situation where I at all feel like I have to be somebody else or I have to say the right thing. And also I'm like getting treatment, like doors being open for me and like just him taking, taking, like taking the lead with all these things. It, it feels so nice and it feels so good. And what I'm just recognizing within this experience is that not that I've like dated assholes, but like, this is just like way elevated beyond that. And it's just so clear to me that it's like, no, I'm not going to tell myself the story that like, he's rare. No, like maybe, maybe, but he's not like one in a million. It's that previously I wasn't taking a stand for like those things being important to me. I was allowing inconsistency. I was allowing, you know, walking on eggshells or like not fully expressing myself or, or being okay with like the idea of like getting together casually. I wasn't taking a stand for this. And so watching myself get more clarity around what I want, taking a stand for that, and then having this person come into my life and step up to the plate in that way and, and be that person thus far. It's like, again, like, it's just like, I'm like, I manifested the shit out of this. Like I created this again. This is not about him showing up and about, about like, which is what, what, what I'm talking about with all of this. Like we act like it's the weather. We act like success or not success just happens to us. No, we take a stand for what we want and we don't settle for less. And then that's what we wind up seeing in our actual reality. And so again, I'm using that example because it's not that somebody, if somebody is making passive money on, you know, whatever, like through Pinterest they probably really took a stand for the fact that like, I'm not okay launching all the time. I want passive money. And so I'm going to figure out what I need to do to make that happen. The people who have what you want are not just lucky most of the time. And it doesn't serve you to believe that. Most people that are getting what they want, they work really hard for it. Like my, one of my best friends, uh, her and her husband have 
just such a beautiful marriage. And I love them so much. They have worked so hard to make it that way. And it's so easy for people to be like, oh, you're so lucky. Like, no, they're not lucky. Like they've created that. And again, I think it serves you to remind yourself of that because this is coming from this place of empowerment. Like I get to create whatever I want and I'm willing to work and learn and do what I need to do to get it that way. And so again, what do you want and how do we create the circumstance? And I just want to remind everybody of like that, like as women, especially this whole not saying what we want to be, because we're trying to be nice or, you know, polite, or we're not trying to be, we're not trying to come off as like bossy, so on and so forth. Fuck that. Fuck that. It drives, if I have spoken to 10 women about them hiring a VA or hiring, you know, an OBM, whatever. If I have spoken to 10 women, nine of them have said that they have had bad experiences hiring people in the past because they didn't, the assistant, whoever didn't turn out to do the job that they wanted them to do. And nine, those nine women, most of the time put up an ad about like, I want a VA. Say what you want, say how you want things to go. Say what's important to you. Don't apologize. You can do that kindly. You can do it kindly, but you have to take a stand for it. You have to take a stand for it. And I just, I want to express this. Like I definitely, like I have had moments of being more like passive aggressive where like, if let's say like I wasn't getting what I wanted in a certain situation and we've all, I'm sure have done this with like dating, right? Like, it's like, it's, it's like, okay. Like, let's say you, I don't know. You didn't hear from the person. You're going to start sending your short little one word answers, or you're going to start ignoring the text for a little bit. Like I'll show him. And like, I'm a fucking grown up and I refuse to do that. I'm not, I'm not going to play games here. I'm not going to hope somebody gets, gets it, whether that's a man in my life or whether that's the next person that I hire to do my Facebook ads. I'm not just going to hope that they get it right. I'm not going to be overly controlling while at the same time, I am going to express what's important to me. And I'm not going to, again, beat around the bush or entertain the idea that like, I have to play games to get what I want. I'm open. I'm willing to share whatever it is that I need to share. And I'm going to, again, take a stand for creating the circumstance that I actually desire in any area of my life, in any area of my life. And sometimes this requires vulnerability and that's not always comfortable. But I think for many of us, especially owning businesses, like vulnerability is really a superpower and it's something that is so strong and so powerful. And I want you to work on being okay with that versus feeling like I'm never getting what I want and you didn't take a stand for it or you didn't share it, speak it to it initially. The final thing is that, uh, is the whole daily practice concept. And, I I read this quote the other day and it's personal integrity is the absence of contradiction between what we know, what we profess and what we do. And so just the, just similar to the question that I was posing in terms of, are you more committed to your past or your future? I want to remind you here that like, you don't get the luxury of not remembering what your vision is and acting in alignment with what your vision is every day. Like if you, if you like, really like it's, it's borderline infuriating to me. And I don't say this in an unkind way, but it can be really frustrating to me 
when I hear from people that they don't have time to meditate on a daily basis or journal on a daily basis, not because I don't think you're busy. I get, I get it. I, I get that you're busy and I get that I don't have kids. And I, I get that like some of you don't have like employees. Like I, I get that the reality is you might be more stretched than me. Like I'm not trying to ever be dismissive in that way. But I've also had this conversation with people who I've then watched them like every single one of my Facebook posts four seconds after I put it up. Or I've seen them do things without intention. And and it's important to recognize that like you're, by not taking the time to have this daily practice, you're wasting so much time. You're wasting so much time. And so like, this is like a slow down to speed up example, right? Like if I'm in the middle of something like a launch or something and it's not working, the instinctual feeling that I will have is that I've got to do more. I've got to, I've got to hurry up. I've got to move. I know now that nothing is more important to me in that moment than slowing down and making sure that I'm doing things from an aligned place. I know that. I know that for a fact. I will die on that hill. Okay. And so you prioritizing, getting, making, making it the practice, having like that, that personal integrity piece is like you're in integrity with yourself. I'm not going to wake up in the morning and put everything else in front of my vision. I am saying that this is my vision. This is where I'm going. And every single day I'm having the integrity to stay consistent with knowing and believing and feeling that. Okay. Prioritize it. Not only because again, it will help you get what you want by it being that much more likely that you'll act accordingly, but also you keeping your word to yourself is actually the thing that breeds confidence. When you say you're going to show up and you don't show up, you're not failing because you didn't show up. You're failing because you're telling yourself that you don't show up and that's making you feel worse, right? I want you to boost yourself here by keeping your word to yourself and allowing that to, again, create more confidence and certainty in yourself because then that's going to stem into everything else. Just like everything else we're talking about, there are no rules. And I say this because I know that a lot of people will be like, oh, this person does, you know, 30 minutes of whatever journaling in the morning. And so I have to do it this way. And we, we, again, we lose our sense of logic because we're trying to get the outcome. And what I want you to remember here is that this is where you need to know yourself, know your life, know what you have going on and decide what you need to do and what you can do to make getting in the energy of what you want a non-negotiable. I personally, in all ways, this is in any area of my life, I know that I do best with finding a sweet spot between what feels restrictive and expansive. And so what I mean by that is if I tell myself every single morning when I wake up, I have to journal for 20 minutes, all of a sudden I feel very boxed in. I feel very restricted. I feel very like, oh God, I could mess this up. And it doesn't feel good to me at all. But I also know that finding something that feels expansive and feeling something that, again, like is more than what I was doing previously, meaning I'm committing to the practice of doing this and that feels expansive, I've got to find a way somewhere in the middle that feels aligned. So for me personally, what often feels good to me is like I could sit there and tell myself every single day I spend an hour non-negotiably each day in vision mode. And maybe that means journaling. Maybe that means meditating. Sometimes I might do it in the morning. Sometimes I might do it before bed. Sometimes I might do it in the middle of the day. Sometimes I might split it up and do a half hour and a half hour. 
It doesn't matter how it gets done. It just matters that it gets done. So it's not too restrictive and it feels expansive. That's how I do best. Some of you I know will do best when it comes to like doing things exactly the same way every single day. And you know yourself, you know that if you don't get it done as soon as you wake up, it's not going to get done. So like you, and you also know that journaling makes you feel best. So that's what you're going to commit to do that. But this is, again, this is a practice in self-awareness and giving yourself committing here to the daily practice of it and making that a non-negotiable. Okay. And so obviously there's more stuff uh, on your membership and in the workbook about this. Um, and we'll get that up in just a little bit. I want to put some extra tweak, extra finishing touches onto it. So action steps, uh, do the workbook, please. Uh, this lesson again, feels important that you're doing the workbook and the internal work. And I'll say it again. A lot of people don't want to do it. I often don't want to be, to be the, I want to be the person who doesn't do it. It always, I, I never regret it. The breakthroughs and the light bulbs always come through when I actually do it. And again, I'm not giving you busy work. I'm doing this really intentionally. I want you, and you're going to have guidance on this, but I want you to write a declaration letter to yourself. And this is going to be uh, really kind of thinking about where you are 12 weeks from now. Uh, what have you accomplished? What have you achieved? How is life different? Again, you're, you'll have prompts for that, but I want you to email it when you're done in any form. I don't care uh, to, and to be clear, this is for people who are in the program. Uh, hello at Sarah-Dan.com. I want you to see you to send over your mailing address as well. And I'm going to mail these letters to you in 11 weeks. And it might sound a little silly, but the, the knowing that this letter is coming your way and you're going to be faced with have I been the person that I wanted to be in your face is really powerful. And so I think that's a really important piece of this for just like committing to changing how you're operating. I want you to ask questions on the calls and the Facebook group, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I'm also giving you a bunch of templates just in terms of like a vision board. Uh, just so I found them on Canva. It's nothing special, but I felt like it might be helpful for you to have that visual of reminding yourself what it is that you want and making sure that you're intentionally getting into the vibe of that on a daily basis. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would really, really, really appreciate it if you took the time to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps the show a ton and I would be super grateful. 